It's a few days into the election campaign. News Hub's latest News Hub Read Research poll shows Labour has plunged to its lowest level since Andrew Little was the leader. National and ACT are on track to govern comfortably. Labour's dropped a whopping five points to 26.8% since News Hub's last poll in early August. National's popularity is up uh, 4.3% to 40%. As for the minor parties, the Greens are on 12.3%, up 2.7%, but ACT has dropped 2% to 10.1%. As for preferred Prime Minister, it's no longer Chris Hipkins, but both Christopher Luxon and Chris Hipkins are tied on 22.5%. Well, joining us now, I believe, is our political editor, Jane Patterson. That's right, you believe correct. Good evening. This is pretty staggering numbers. They're dropping into resignation territory, aren't they, with Chris Hipkins? It's too late, I think, for resignation. We're in the campaign. They just have to um, grin and bear it and push on through the rest of the campaign and really... There's no one realistically that could step in, for example, and do a Jacinda Ardern in 2017. The poll has really taken in, um, you know, the campaigns. Both parties had big campaign launches and I think fired probably their biggest policy shots. Of course, from Labour, we saw um, the free dental from under 30s, the GST for fruit and vegetables, a crime um, announcement. And then, of course, National unveiled its tax plan and there's been a lot of debate about the details of it and whether it's affordable, whether it's doable. It sounds like voters are responding to the offering in terms of that tax cut and not necessarily worrying too much about um, those those other details. Uh, This feels like the electorate has decided that it's time to give National a chance at government. That is a big drop for Labour and a a, um, comparable pickup for National on the other side, hitting the 40s. It is interesting. You mentioned the policy rollout, right? So dental, um, I'm not quite sure of the dates of polling, but Labour's dental policy presumably was during this time and Nationals' um, back pocket boost. You did raise the issue of debate over the calculations um, for that tax policy, but it would seem people don't care. They may care, but they may, when they look at their own situations just think actually that's something that can help me alongside that actual tax cut are the child care subsidies as well. Labor has its own plan and, and some people do better, some people don't. But I just think uh, while there haven't been any great scandals for Labor, they have obviously, as I said, the, uh, the confidence seemed to have dropped. I still think all of those ministerial scandals and just the general cost of living and just the tough lives many people are living at the moment, um, I, I do think is probably favouring national in terms of offering a different approach. Um, the economy is a massive issue here and there's been a lot of debate. And as I said, the, the signal is that the electorate is um, trusting national on this poll to say, okay, well, you give it a go and see if you can do any better. The other thing is looking at ACT, right? So they've been going very strongly. This is probably um, one of the few polls who has them down to 2%. And you, interesting, spoke to David Seymour over the weekend, and he was floating this idea that he would have a confidence agreement with the National Party only, if that's what was required. Um, does, does he have the bargaining chips? 
So this is really interesting, and I think the other element too is maybe a tussle between ACT and New Zealand First, a bit of a battle for votes in that area as well, that New Zealand First, while not necessarily reflected strongly in this poll, I do think there's um, potential for ACT to lose some votes there. But the other dynamic is when uh, voters are looking at what that government might look like when they're looking at National and ACT, if they have made up their mind that that is the, the way they want to go, then people might be thinking about the balance of power how strong do they want National to be? How much influence do they want ACT to have? And yes, David Seymour um, was talking about a, a governing arrangement. He did say that a, a full, you know, confidence and supply or, or coalition, you know, would be the, the preference. That's what ACT wants. He said that if they were in a situation where National didn't fully share power, then that is an option. But I do think at this stage it's more of a negotiating tactic. But it speaks to the challenge for National and this will alleviate the pressure on them somewhat because they needed to get up into the 40s. They needed to take a much more solid um, position in terms of being able to dictate and really say what kind of government um, they want to be and not have act with too much influence. But if you've only got two parties as well, um, then they, if ACT is the only option, then of course they still have a lot of leverage. The interesting dynamic would be if New Zealand First came through and National does have that other option that lessens ACT's leverage. Um, but as you can see, with those sorts of propositions and that kind of um, talk going on now, definitely all of those sides are starting to warily look at each other and about how it actually might work. Bittersweet for the Greens, right? They're up 2.7% with a strong showing at 12.3%, but no pathway to government. That's right, and I think some of that Labour vote will have bled off to the Greens as well. And actually, this election's interesting in terms of, I mean, Nationals had a, a strong result, but through the year we've really seen those um, smaller parties or medium-sized parties really grow their support. So, yeah, the Greens can look at their campaigning. They're obviously um, trucking along and speaking to their base and, and picking up potentially, as I said, People, you know, for example, who might have been upset that Labor wasn't p prepared to pursue the likes of a wealth tax or a capital gains tax, that they have really, um, in some policy areas, gone for the low-risk option. So that we could be seeing a reflection in that too. But um, in a, a parliament where National and Act have the government, then the Greens would be a relatively strong opposition party, uh, but, but that would be it. But as we've seen, it's important too for these parties to keep their presence up to keep their numbers up in each government, um, whether it's a left or right, because if they're out of parliament or they're really weakened, um, it becomes much more difficult to sustain their brand and sustain their presence into future governments when they might have more of a shot. The other issue, I suppose, is the saving grace for Chris Hipkins was his own personal popularity, arguably. And now we have a situation in this poll for the first time where Christopher Luxon and Chris Hipkins are tied in those stakes at 22.5%. Where does that leave Chris Hipkins? Well, even those ratings aren't high if you look at some of the ratings from Jacinda Ardern and, and John Key. So they're both relatively low, but uh, Christopher Luxon, I'm sure, will be happy coming, creeping up, and actually, well, even now with Chris Hipkins in the last um, couple of polls. I think, too, 
Christopher Chris Hipkins had a, a likable personality. He was a, a fresh face, um, as you were when Jacinda Ardern stepped down at the start of the year, and people looked and gave him a bit of a chance. But as I said at the start, I really think those ministerial scandals and that sort of thing took a lot of gloss off of his leadership. A lot of uh, what you hear out there is he's a nice guy and we feel a bit sorry for him, but that's not going to make you Prime Minister. So I do think he's had a, a bit of a, a, a rough rough run in, in that sense, but uh, just no time now to turn it around. I think it's, um, well, I mean, we've still got a campaign to go, but but this is a, a devastating result for Labour. And as we see, uh, it, it, can, it can have an impact on the electorate as well when they're starting to make the decisions, if they're starting to see how the votes are landing. Thanks for that analysis, Jane. That is Jane Patterson, RNZ political editor there.